0: family NOW has been offering quality natural products at affordable prices for more than 50 years. From amino acids and immune support to herbal extracts and probiotics, NOW's extensive selection of clean supplements are tested to be pure, safe, and effective. Find NOW supplements at your local health food store or nowfoods.com. Looking to create your best self, whether it's good for you lifestyle hacks, smarter ways to supplement, or tasty tips to fuel optimal health, Talk Healthy Today provides you the latest research tools and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy starting today. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. So glad you're listening to Talk Healthy Today. Today, we're going to be talking about immunity and how nutrition in particular affects immunity. It has been one heck of a year and a half. Things are starting to open. I got fully vaccinated, so I'm going out in the world. It feels weird not wearing a mask, but I feel good about it. But I also feel like I want to make sure that my immunity is great. I want to make sure that your immunity is great. So, of course, we had to get someone great. So we've got Neil Edward Levin, CCN, D A N L A. He is a senior nutrition education manager and a product formulator for NOW, a board certified clinical nutritionist who was a natural products retailer for over three decades. Neil is an international lecturer, a co founder, and longtime officer of the American Nutrition Association, an award winning industry champion. Neil is also director of both the Mid American Health Organization and the National Clinical Nutrition Certification Board, and is a former technical advisor to the non GMO Project. Neil, you're amazing. Welcome to Talk Healthy Today.
1: I know. Where do I find the time?
0: I was about to ask you that. Neil, when did you first get interested in healthy living? Uh,
1: 1972. I was a freshman in college, and I became a vegetarian for moral reasons, you might say. And uh, the university said they could not feed me. I was living in a dorm, and they they didn't know what to feed me, which is kind of strange. So they sent me to talk to someone at the health food store, the Earthworks Co-op. And I talked to someone there. They didn't know any more than I did, really. But uh, uh, but the option the university gave me was to go several blocks out of the way between my dorm and the classes to the student clinic and go to the basement cafeteria where the dietitians would open up cans of vegetables and feed me all my meals. And I remember my response, you know, this is almost 50 years ago. Uh, I said, I don't know anything about nutrition, but that does not sound right. It is not appetizing. It doesn't sound like a healthy diet. No, not at all. So I started researching myself and getting involved. In 1991, I became a clinical nutritionist. In uh, 2004, I got my D- Diplomate in Advanced Nutritional Laboratory Assessment and yeah i i just because i wanted to learn for myself I, I ended up and i was in management of co-ops and health food stores for many years uh, i became the go-to person for information
0: and tell us a bit about now i mentioned you're the senior nutrition education manager and a product formulator that's really cool
1: yeah i've been well, i've been formulating products since i was a retailer in the early 90s for private label for our stores But uh, now is a company that was founded in 1968, and the family that owns now actually goes back to the late 1940s in in the health food industry, making natural products. So there's been several generations. It's still family-owned. Now is considered the largest family-owned business in the natural products industry. And that gives us a lot of advantages, We are able to make decisions faster than publicly traded companies or companies owned by venture capital firms. Uh, The family is willing to put a lot of money back in and invest in the company. Uh, My estimate is they've put about $100 million into lab facilities and testing capabilities. Uh, We've got over 150 people working in our quality control departments. Our labs just got an ISO certification. These are all things you won't find most companies doing if if they're not worried about a quarterly stock price because it's private. So they can make a decision based on long-term strategy. They can decide to do things based on the good of the company and the customers. They can sacrifice profits for the sake of investing. For example, this year, we're expecting to double our production capacity, and we already expanded by 30 or 40 percent over the last year. So this huge investment is possible because we're a debt-free company, and we don't have a lot of overhead compared to companies that spend a lot. We don't have rent. We own our buildings. We don't have debt. We don't have interest we're paying. We don't have outside investors that are extracting money from us. Uh, so the company is very generous with benefits. In fact, they're having a big job fair this weekend.
0: It's so funny you said that because I was about to say, I bet listeners are thinking, okay, are, are they hiring? Yeah,
1: we have 200 open positions. Wow. And some of them are very well paid uh, because they're in quality control, manufacturing. Uh, of course, we've got warehouse and, and other positions like that available also. But, you know, we have a lot of positions open, and it's kind of hard to find people, even though we have some of the best benefits in the industry. And, in in fact, some of the best benefits in general. We've won awards as one of the best employers in the United States for several years in a row. And for over a decade, we've won awards for one of the best employers in the Chicago area. Uh there's millions of dollars in profit sharing that goes to employees every year. There's, uh, they pay most of the benefit costs for us. So, you know, it's really a great place to work. And uh, the mission of now is providing value in products and services that empower people to lead healthier lives. And value to most people means the best quality for the best price. And because we don't do a ton of marketing, we spend far less on marketing than most of our competitors. Uh, Our prices tend to be lower because we take a lower profit margin and we spend less on marketing. We're not in distributors, so there's no distribution cuts adding to the cost. Uh, We don't have a lot of sales reps in the field. We have maybe a dozen outside reps for the whole country and the rest is all phone sales. These are all cost savings because there's no value to the consumer if we spend money on these things. If we spend money advertising to consumers, there's some value, but it's not a huge value. We're actually one of the top brands in the industry based on our value as seen by consumers rather than our value as promoted by us. And, you know, we have, we have people from Olympic athletes down to everyday moms using our products and t- telling each other about it. And it's that word of mouth that's really driving our business and our sales. And, and in times like this, when there's uh, a lot of competition for products, having a lower margin that we're taking, we're taking about half the profit margin of publicly traded vitamin companies. I mean, that goes directly to consumers' pockets. So the the family, there's something like 40 family members from several generations who are the owners of the company. Uh, They really want to invest in the company and be there long-term. They see this as a business that people in the family, as they grow up, have an option to get jobs in the company and to help run the company. And if they want to, they could just, These shareholders and have different jobs or different interests. But, you know, it's interesting to see. I've actually worked with several of the grandchildren of the founder, Oh, nice. Who in high school are coming on their summer breaks or holiday breaks and working with the company to learn about the company that they're going to have some shares in. Oh, that's really great. So it's really a long-term strategy and a sustainable strategy. And the company was really founded on the basis of the golden rule. Uh, We believe we want to treat our employees the way we want to be treated. It's not always easy for me. I've been in management since I was... 16 years old Wow I you know I'm I'm uh, you know 50 years later I'm 60 years later I'm uh, you know I I still have to tell myself well would I want my my boss to do that to say that to me if I were going to d- reply to someone in a certain way and it, that carries on through the whole company would we bring this product home to our family and feel good about using it? would we want to treat our our customers the way that we want to be treated. If we get an extra shipment from a supplier, we do not keep it. We inform them about it and offer to either pay for it or return it. And a lot of businesses would just say, well, they rip us off all the time or whatever. We're entitled to this. We don't operate that way. And if our customers say, because uh, we we sell directly, mostly to retail stores. Uh, if they say there's a problem with the product, no questions, we'll, we'll credit your account. Because we treat them the way we would want to be treated if we were a retailer. And in fact, the family owns retail stores that were founded before Now Foods. The retail stores were founded about six years earlier. So it was a, a company that made... The family made uh, products that were sold all over the country, and then they started retail stores in the Chicago area. And then they, because of demand, they founded a company that was buying in bulk and packaging, and that turned into now Foods, which originally, by the way, hasn't was an acronym for natural, organic, and wholesome.
0: Oh, I like that acronym.
1: So that kind of shows you what our values are.
0: Yeah, that's really important. Let's talk a little bit about how nutrition affects immunity. So there's something called innate and adaptive immunity.
1: When your immune system encounters some organism, it has to judge. Basically, there are scouts out there. Some immune cells are scouts and they're armed. So if you use a military analogy, there's some armed scouts roaming around the borders and seeing what's coming over the hill. And if it's unfriendly, they try to attack it. And that's called innate immunity. That, that means uh, what your immune cells are capable of doing without ramping up a defense. And if that's not enough, then it calls for reinforcements. And the reinforcements are the adaptive immunity And that's the secondary immunity. And there's different cells involved in those two. And the adaptive immunity uses memory cells. The the innate immunity does not need memory. They use their basic knowledge to figure out what's safe and what's unsafe. And if there's a problem, they call in the other immune cells, which hold a memory of what they've encountered and what the results were, and so, uh, for example, antibodies, they take a while to develop. or IGG cells, the uh, uh, certain cells that, you know they take a day or two sometimes to respond to something that you encounter in the body, but they can remember for next time and be much faster. So when we're, say, getting vaccines, we're working on the adaptive immunity, training the immune system, uh, loading its memory, in essence, and if you're doing colostrum, or even whey protein, you're getting certain immune cells, immunoglobulins, that are the basis of a lot of this immune memory. So that's that's why someone would use certain products like that because they're trying to add more of these cells so that their immune system can have more scouts out there, but also more memory of what happened. So that if it encounters it again, then they're ready immediately. You don't have to mount a counterattack. You have the reinforcements on hand ready to go. So innate immunity is your ability to deal with things immediately. And your adaptive immunity is if there's going to be a prolonged battle, that's when you bring all the troops and all the weapons to bear. And nutrients have a role in all of this. For example... But vitamin D status affects how well-armed your immune cells are. So immune cells are much more powerful if they have an adequate vitamin D, and they're weaker if they don't. But there's other things going on with the immune system. For example, uh, signaling. How does a virus know whether to attack somebody or whether it's fairly Hopeless to attack a cell or a person. That's a great question. Say a virus gets inside you and one person's going to get sick and one person might not even feel it. We've even seen that with COVID. Right. Where some people seem to shrug it off or have, it's just like a normal cold or flu and get over it quickly. Other people, uh, they actually get disabled. Uh, People sometimes can't go back to work you know, with some of these long-term things. So why is there a difference in what happens in that person's body? Well, first of all, it's the status of their immune system. And that depends on, uh, there's there's several legs of that. One is how well they digest food. Because about two-thirds of your digestion, I I mean all of your digestion, but about two-thirds of your immunity occur in the GI tract. That's where the rubber meets the road in terms of the most risk coming to the body from something outside is what we swallow. So having good probiotics is very important. Probiotics are utilized as part of the immune system. They're part of the communications between immune cells and gut cells. They actually serve as a a media for communication. Uh, The appendix do you know what the appendix is for? I
0: got mine taken out when I was
1: eight. Okay, <laughs> I hope but, it's not important. <laughs> well, it, it is important. It's been evolved in uh, mammals dozens of times. It's in hundreds of species of mammals. And the reason why it's there is because it's a lymph-rich pocket where you can not only culture probiotics... You can protect probiotics from the general intestinal environment because, uh, let's say you get dysentery or something, and your system cleans out, you can reboot from a little pouch that grows probiotics. And it's also a boot camp for immune cells to be trained. So it has a role in immunity, yeah, you know, it's not essential. Yeah, you know, obviously you can still function without it. You know, I, I've got a 1964 Merriam-Webster dictionary that says it has no known function, and they only discovered this in the 2000s. You know, this has only been known for less than 20 years.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, I thought I heard some rumblings about this, but I I'm really glad that you're clarifying it and talking about it because I you've always heard oh that's just useless that appendix, but it, apparently it's not.
1: It's not that it has a function, but it's not absolutely essential to life. You know, it, it, it's helpful. Uh, another, then you have the vitamin D for immunity. But very important, immune cells sense oxidative stress. It's, they sense a lack of antioxidants in the, in the host, in the person. And if they sense that, they become more aggressive. Their genetics, their genomics actually turn on to make them more vigorous at attacking cells because they say, this is going to be really easy. We're going to make a ton of our uh, of viruses in this person. But if it says there's plenty of antioxidants, there's no oxidative stress, they don't tend to be able to latch on to cells as well. They don't tend to in- inject themselves in the cells. Viruses are little packets in, in a cell membrane of genetics. That's all they are. So it's kind of like a, a thumb drive that's trying to plug into your cell and give it inf- overwrite the information in the cell to produce its own kind. It's been shown that viruses are uh, more dangerous if you have oxidative stress than if you don't. And they've looked at specific nutrients. Uh, selenium is one, uh, an antioxidant mineral. Uh, that's vitamin C and elderberry. All these things we hear about. A lot of them have a role in that. And even the mushrooms that are used, the so-called medicinal mushrooms or Oriental mushrooms, uh, they ha- their cell walls are beta glucans, which are food that's fermented by intestinal bacteria in the large intestine, like Bifidobacteria, and it becomes the fuel. To have adequate probiotics to help fight these things, probiotics are part of the immune system too, in a sense. So, how do these mushrooms work? And everyone talks about how great they are for immunity. A lot of it is by increasing the population of good probiotics, beneficial probiotics in the gut. The fiber, including beta glucan, which kind of, which really is a type of fiber, uh, is something that has a sometimes a stronger effect on the number of probiotics in the large intestine than actually supplementing with the probiotics. Because it's like if you have a lawn and there's no water, it's not going to grow. You know, if you, you could put all the grass seed you want out there, it's not going to grow. Or if you put it out there and it's rocky and there's no soil, it might not grow. You know, you need the right inputs and the right environment. Uh, for probiotics, they need the fiber,
0: what other things do we need in addition to the probiotics, the mushrooms, and these are all sold by Now Foods? Right. And especially now, like I mentioned, I'm out and about, I'm not wearing my mask cuz I've been back, you know, fully vaccinated. But I still wonder, I feel like, yeah, I'm a little insecure and I know that there's more I need to do to, you know, boost my immune system.
1: There's other things like botanicals. That people use. People use echinacea, they use andrographis, olive leaf extract, which is known to help with respiratory health, but it, which it has a role in uh, oxidative stress as well. So when, when you start looking at all these supplements, uh, you, you see a lot of benefits. Vitamins and minerals, the antioxidants are vitamins A, C, and E. So they all have roles in reducing oxidative stress uh, selenium and zinc are the minerals that are antioxidants. Uh, you know, sulfur has a role. Some certain amino acids have a role. You know, but but these are some that all have uh, benefits in terms of supporting immunity. Uh, you can get into things like uh, Andrographis, which is uh, it's considered uh, the Asian version of echinacea. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I've never heard of it.
1: Yeah, andrographis is very popular, uh, even more so in the last year. But it's, it's the reason it's so popular is it's part of the medicinal culture of Ayurveda and traditional Chinese medicine and Central Asian. So most of Asia has relied on andrographis as something that they uh, primarily have where... Echinacea really is a new world and a a North American herb, primarily. And a lot of the use of it in Europe is based on importing it from America. So because there's so many different species of of echinacea and it's extracted in different ways, then you don't have a uniformity of products that you can compare in studies. So that's been the problem. It's been such a babble of Different versions. That one study rep- might represent one brand's product, but not represent other products on the market. They're not all comparable. With, with Andrographis, it's a lot more uniform. They're using the root, it's you know, some, or root extract, and it, it's fairly simple. You know, there might be an Ayurvedic process where they uh, use milk in the processing or something. But you know, in general, it's uh, throughout Asia, it's it's used the same way. So there's a much more robust body of science for andrographis as an adaptogen. And what is an adaptogen? It's a botanical, an herb, that has a role in reducing stresses in the body, helping the body adapt to stresses. So it has a role on stress hormones. And stress affects immunity. We all know that. If you're more stressed, you're more susceptible to things. So it helps reduce stress hormones, uh, supports the adrenal gland, helps with sleep, which of course is always very important for reducing stress and helping immunity as well.
0: Now, is this something that you should take every day?
1: Well, the thing with echinacea, when, when it was first being touted, they were using a study from Germany and they had given the echinacea for like five or seven days and then they monitored her immunity for a longer period. And there was a chart in there that showed that after seven days, the immunity seemed to level off or decline. So people were saying you only take it for a week or 10 days. Right. Based on not reading the whole study, based on looking at a, a chart showing that if you stop taking it, it it's, it's doesn't work for very long afterwards. So the body needs ways to both oxidize and inflame things to be able to... Break them down like a demolition team. And it needs the opposite so that it can control these reactions so they don't get out of whack. So when everything's balanced, you're modulating. You know, things are going up where you need them, going down where you don't need them. Now, you can do specific extracts of some of these botanicals like Echinacea that would make them more immune stimulating. And those would be not appropriate if you have autoimmune diseases, if, you're, um, if, if you have too much inflammation in, or oxidation in the body, you're trying to reduce it. But if you're doing the whole herb and it's a adaptogen and it's got modulating properties, It's not going to force one thing higher or one thing lower. It's going to help the body balance that. And that's what adaptogens do. So they can typically be done at low or normal doses, not huge heroic doses, uh, on a daily basis. You know, there's no reason why you couldn't do a little bit of licorice every day, a little bit of echinacea every day, a little bit of andrographis every day, olive leaf extract. Uh, When you start getting into the... Specific types of extracts or the really high doses, then you'd back away from using it every day.
0: Do you have something that is like a daily that has those things in it?
1: Well, we do have some good immune formulas. One of the ones that I had formulated uh, probably about 15 years ago is called Air Defense, and it does include Andrographis and and some of these things I talked about, some vitamins and minerals. It was actually a response to the airborne type products. And when they first came out, they had, a, I mean, they're completely different nowadays. You know, they've been bought and sold and reformulated, but they had a, a troubling amount of vitamin A that was, it was possibly dangerous. There were a bunch of Chinese herbs that you don't know uh, if they have heavy metals or pesticides or things like that. And that's actually a concern for now. We actually test our ingredients very carefully. Uh, all the botanicals are tested for identity. If there's a claim for a certain component, like uh, uh, echinacea might have certain marker compounds or active compounds, uh, we measure them. And we, we have a very specialized technique, uh, thin layer chromatography. And that is better than DNA testing, because DNA testing will tell you if there's some of that plant in there, But it won't work on extracts because extracts might not have DNA. They might extract a part that doesn't contain DNA or might actually destroy the DNA or damage the DNA during the extraction. You don't need the DNA, but uh, how do you identify you get a a brown powder or a green powder or a white powder that's a dried ground herb? Uh, You need something like thin layer chromatography, and it's going to be a test you can match to a sample of known quality you can match the genus the species even the part of the plant which you can't do with DNA testing and you can test extracts which you can't do with DNA testing so if you look at the American herbal pharmacopeia or USP or other authoritative sources it's telling you how to test things properly and what are the standards of identity Thin layer chromatography is really the the workhorse for botanicals. So we use that primarily as a tool. You know, we might look at specific fractions with high performance liquid chromatography or gas chromatography or you know, a lot of other techniques we use. But you have to use the appropriate test for things. So, you know, that's a concern. We test all of our botanicals for pesticides on the first purchase. And if they're organic, we regularly screen them to make sure there's no pesticides. But we always benchmark uh, to see what's in there. And we actually have ISO certification for pesticide testing, which is very unusual. Yeah, we have, a- we have not only uh, developed some of the best pesticide testing in the world, we have demonstrated our method at scientific conferences, international conferences, like the AOAC, which is the International Organization of Analytical Chemists. And you, the FDA and Health Canada in our, our northerly neighbor actually rely on AOAC to set standards for testing. That's impressive. So we have published some of their methods. We have developed and published some of their methods.
0: Oh, that's so cool. You know, I should have asked this earlier, but for people
1: who aren't familiar, what is oxidative stress? Well, there there's oxidation and there's antioxidants. And if you think of an electrical current, electrons are going through a wire. Where do those electrons come from? The electrons are coming from something. So certain products or uh, certain substances are electron donors that have extra electrons, and other ones are short electrons, and they'll steal electrons from other cells. So if a cell is damaged, it's oxidized, it typically is lacking an electron, and it's going to steal it from some some other cell. If it's not an antioxidant that has extra electrons, like uh, vitamin C or vitamin E or, or alpha lipoic acid, those kind of things, uh, you're actually going to damage that cell and oxidize the other cell. And then you end up with a chain reaction. It's almost like a a forest fire starting in the body. Cells are ripping electrons from each other, damaging, and you have this whole chain of damage. Uh, Antioxidants stop that. They donate an electron. They can be oxidized without becoming harmful. Some of them, like vitamin C, can be re Uh, returned into the antioxidant state if there's something like alpha-lipoic acid to donate electrons to them. But it all has to do with, do you have the right cells to, like firemen? They're like firemen. Do you have enough firemen to stop the fire?
0: I didn't get sick at all and so many people. I know because we were all at home, right, sheltering in place. But we're not doing that anymore. We're going to be out in the world, and we need to build up our immune system. So just give us, I know you've talked about some wonderful different Things we can take, but what's like the the bare minimum? Would you say?
1: You know what? I always recommend everyone take a multivitamin, and the reason why is you're going to get your vitamin A, you're going to get some of your vitamin D, not enough for immunity, but enough for you're not deficient, and that that's important here. Uh, for optimal immunity, you need to be taking several thousand units of vitamin D daily, or getting it from sunlight or some other source. And nowadays how many of us are getting vitamin D from sunlight? It declines all the time. Even when I go to places like Dubai and speak or, or Florida, uh, people are deficient in vitamin D because they're staying out of the sun or they're covering up or they're using sunscreen. So very few people are out there getting vitamin D from sunlight. And there's a rule. You can only make vitamin D when you're shadow. Is shorter than your height. Have you ever heard
0: that? No, I'm shocked. I've never heard that. It's not well
1: known. It's not well known. So now I'm in Chicago. The between late March and late September is when we can make vitamin D. The rest of the year the sun is at too low an angle, it's filtered through too much atmosphere. The UVB rays are filtered out and no vitamin D can be made in the skin. So we have to make all of our vitamin D within that six-month period between March and September. That's all we get.
0: Yeah, I'm in the New England area, so I get it.
1: So, you know, and when you're looking at Europe, Europe, you know, is fairly far north. You know, and if you're looking at, at Spain or something, you know, it's not across from Florida, it's farther north. So, even these sunny... Mediterranean areas can have problems getting enough sunlight.
0: Tell us a thing about the shadow again.
1: Yeah, you can only make vitamin D in your skin when your skin is exposed to sunlight at a time when the sun's high enough in the sky. The sun's got to be at least halfway up in the sky, a 45-degree angle or higher. And the way you can tell that is your shadow has to be shorter than your height. If you're six feet tall and your shadow is five feet long, you can make vitamin D. If you're six feet tall and your shadow's seven feet long, you can't. So you can go outside, stark naked on Christmas Day, in Chicago at high noon and on a sunny day when it's sixty degrees, and you will not make any vitamin D. It's impossible.
0: And so we've got to get the vitamin D now. If you had to choose between uh, echinacea or what was it called, andro,
1: andrographus. Yeah. Well, I mean. They're both good. I mean, we have, we even have a children's echinacea, orange flavored. It's you know a certain oh, number nice. of drops, eight drops for a young child, twenty four drops for an older child. You know that kind of thing. But uh, you know, it's it's not expensive. It's a good way to give them a little immune support during the day. Uh, echinacea is certainly better known in America than Andrographis, though. Andrographis is very well-known worldwide, and it's, uh, we're, we're just selling huge amounts oh, of it cool. these days. But, you know, it's also, there's a demand worldwide for it. There's a limited availability. So, you know, supplies are not always great for that either. Wow.
0: And then you take it and you formulate with it? Okay.
1: Right. And we test all of our ingredients for heavy metals. We test all the botanicals for micro- We test the botanicals for pesticides. So, you know, we make sure that the products we have are identified, that if we're making claims for certain components or actives, that we measure them. Uh, We have a, a test for everything on a label, and we compensate for what's called matrix interference. You have a multiple vitamin with 40 ingredients, say. And... A lot of companies cannot test for example accurately the vitamin D in there because of what's called matrix interference. The other components, I mean, when we buy vitamin D there's close to a million units per gram. So if you're putting a few hundred units in there, you're you're talking about micrograms, a few micrograms. So how do you find that in 2 grams of a of a pill? Yeah, you know, and sometimes it's hidden by the pigments, the oils, the other things. It's almost impossible to find. And that's where you see a certificate of analysis or some other test showing measured by input. We didn't find it. We didn't even test it. It's measured by input. We, we do not want to rely on that. It's allowed by good manufacturing practices, by the way. The federal regulations for supplements allow you to measure by input when it's difficult. But it's not impossible, and we have invested in very specialized, expensive equipment that costs hundreds of thousands of dollars and requires PhDs to run them to do things like find out how much vitamin D is in our multi accurately instead of guesstimating. We have a science team. Uh, There's a toxicologist on staff. There's a MD on staff. There's a uh, a couple of other scientists, one has a master's degree from University of Chicago, you know, that kind of thing, uh, where they research uh, what claims we can make. They also look at the regulatory status of products. You know, all ingredients are not legal. Uh, we're actually restricted to use certain ingredients that have been on the market since 1994 unless they go th- jump through some government hoops. So... The, the We don't have to register products or get products approved, but we have to use approved ingredients or submit them to the FDA. So we're very rigorous at doing that. We also have to notify the FDA if we're planning to export anything and get an export license for that product. And we have to submit our claims and our labels to the FDA for review, and they give us a certificate saying this is a product that's legal to sell in the United States. So we're authorized to export it to other countries, and those other governments, the ministries of health or whatever, are looking for those guarantees from our government. And they they don't give it out willy nilly. You know they want the documentation. So we are extremely skilled at documenting. We we're in about seventy or eighty countries worldwide now. And where we have to get products registered. I just helped register our zinc product with the Ministry of Health in Slovenia and North Macedonia. Oh, wow. That's exciting. By showing safety information, regulatory information. Uh, they want to they look at test results. So we have extensively documented and are able to really assure that that's accurate. But we're also very conservative on claims because our label claims have to be vetted by these same scientists. And we're, we're very conservative at what claims we make. And we might talk about supporting health, already healthy immunity rather than fighting a cold or a virus or something like that, because that's what we're legally allowed to do. Uh, that's what they call structure and function statements that are authorized by law. Because anything related to a disease claim or correcting a problem in the in the body at all is considered a drug. So if you have a legal, let's say you have vitamin C and you say it can cure cancer or prevent cancer. You've just turned that vitamin C that's a legal dietary supplement into an illegal drug. Oh, wow. That the FDA can come after you and seize your product, tell you to stop selling it, make you change your labeling in your webpage, fine you whatever, because unless there's specific FDA authorization, you can't make a claim. Now, there are some claims for, uh, you know, uh, examples, certain things might help with uh, uh, cardiovascular health or, you know, you see claims like uh, psyllium husk or fiber might have certain claims. Uh, Those are authorized by the FDA or allowed by the FDA. Oh, that's really interesting. Otherwise, we can't talk about any diseases at all. You can't say we can lower blood pressure. You could say you can maintain already healthy blood pressure, stop it from going off. And we actually have studies on that, for example. Uh, Florida State University does studies on amino acids. They've done some studies on our amino acids without our knowledge, but they're published studies. And they show what happens if you stress somebody and you take this supplement, which ones are better at preventing blood pressure from rising during this sudden stress. So they're not treating long-term high blood pressure heart disease. They're treating what happens if you get a shock. In this case, they have students plunging their arms into ice water, and which normally is going to shock the body and raise blood pressure, which... St- Products like citrulline works better than arginine, for example, uh, if you're trying to do that. So, we are actually utilizing studies that are based on uh, something transient rather than chronic. You know, uh, glucosamine, uh, for example, for joints, normal wear and tear, weekend warrior stuff, you know, that kind of thing, rather than fighting arthritis or correcting arthritis, which is not a legal claim.
0: Now that makes a lot of sense. So you've got the multivitamin, probiotics, right? Vitamin D in addition to the multivitamin.
1: Right. Those are the main ones. You can take the botanicals. Uh, air defense is one formula that we have that's very good. Respiral is a combination of uh, quercetin and bromelain and some and some other herbs like nettle. Uh which is very, very popular right now. Uh, Zinc. Some people will do extra zinc. Uh, You know, if, if your levels get too high, you have to have copper to balance it. But if you take a multi, you get enough copper. So it's not a problem. Or if you eat a lot of red meat. So that's the other issue. People on special diets, you know, a lot of people are on restricted diets. I'm a vegetarian, as I mentioned earlier, for almost 50 years. So I have to watch where am I getting my protein, where am I getting my omega-3 fats, where am I getting my zinc, my copper, my, you know, all kinds of things, B12. You know, these are all things that are going to be lower in this particular diet. And someone on a keto diet or a paleo diet, are they getting enough fiber to feed their probiotics? If not, do they need a fiber supplement? Are they eating fermented foods to get probiotics or do they need to add these other things? You know, there's there's all these calculations you have to do or should do to to balance a restricted diet. Anyone on a restricted diet is going to have some issue like that. I've actually given presentations on this topic, which which is interesting because, you know, if you're on this diet or that diet, what are you taking out of your diet? And what is supposed to be compensated? What historically is compensated for that? And are you doing that? Is was one of the questions. Because maybe a culture that lived that way did something, but maybe they you know parboiled their rice in, in, to get the B vitamins into the white part of the rice and eat white rice. And, and still have some benefit where they're not getting deficiencies of B12 or B1 or whatever it is in there, you know, uh, are they doing the right things that were balanced in a traditional diet? But a lot of times, if you're on a special diet now, you're just taking elements of it. You're not holistically taking the whole thing and making sure you're covering all the bases. So multivitamin covers those gaps. And, you know, one, one problem is government surveys show a lot of people don't get enough vitamin D they don't have enough of all these other nutrients and when they're estimating how much nutrients they that they're getting they're using old food tables based on foods that don't exist anymore it's it it takes four carrots to give you as much calcium as a carrot gave you in 1940 (laughs) because of the different varieties and what's missing in the soil and all that that's just one example so you know Uh, milk has far less iron than, than it traditionally has because the animals aren't grazing anymore they're getting the iron from the greens not the grains so if the food doesn't have it and they're assuming the food has it they're actually overestimating the nutritional status of americans and we're still failing
0: oh absolutely yeah yeah well that's why it's so good that you're here Neil. is there anything else that you wanted to mention today uh to this conversation, and of course, I want you to give us all the great information about now, where we can find them, their website, all that good stuff.
1: Now, now is very focused on putting out high-quality products that are very well tested, and making sure that they have what's on the label and nothing else. So, you know, this is something that's very hard to do. It takes a lot of resources, and. The fact that we have ISO certification for our labs for some of the most difficult tasks, uh, pesticide testing or or uh, figuring out the difference between different heavy metals and different forms of heavy metals. You know, these are things that most companies or most labs even can't do. So we can put out products that are some of the safest and best t- tested around. But we want to make sure that they're affordable for people. And that's, that's really one of the missions of our company, that value proposition. So we are sold through health food stores. We're sold online. Uh, we're not in huge mass marketplaces, you know, the big box stores very much, because uh, the, in most cases, it would change our value proposition. We're, we're cutting our margins so low now, we can't cut them more and give them a, a bigger cut, in other words. Our website is nowfoods.com. And we also have uh, essential oils. Ooh. We have uh, uh, personal care products, all kinds of you know, skin care and oils. Uh, the carrier oils and essential oils, we're the largest seller in the United States in the natural channel. Oh,
0: wow. I love essential oils.
1: And we, we don't market them and mark them up like perfumes like most companies do. So we're much more affordable, even though we might be buying the same oils as many of our competitors. So, I mean, that that carries on through the whole company. We, we're really proud of putting out uh, something like 1,400 products, which is a huge selection and making sure every ingredient is tested. Every finished product is tested for every claim on there, that we're looking at Uh, We've actually published methods for finding pharmaceuticals in raw materials and adulterants in raw materials. So we're experts at testing that, too. Uh, For example, anything we buy that's like men's health is tested for steroids and hormones. We have a certification that uh, Olympic athletes can use our products. Oh, nice. Without worrying about drugs in them. And we do have Olympic athletes. Uh, We have what's called now ambassadors on our webpage. And some of them are Olympic athletes and a lot of them are competitive athletes that talk about how they use nutrition as part of their regime. It's, it's It's their full name and all the things that their personal bests and awards they've won. And they're not all Olympic athletes. Most of them aren't, but they're very proud of what they've achieved. Some of them are mothers who have gotten back into shape or, you know, and they're doing marathons, whatever, but they're using nutrition as a tool. They're personalizing it for their needs and they're using some of our products as part of their protocols.
0: Oh, that's great, Neil. I've learned a ton. I can't get over that shadow thing and so much more. And that's why I love this show because I want listeners to immediately be able to put into action something they heard on the show or a lot of things (laughs) from today's show and actually make a change in their health. So this has been wonderful. Neil, I really appreciate you coming on Talk Healthy today.
1: It's been a pleasure, Lisa. I enjoyed talking with you.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. Family Own Now has been offering quality natural products at affordable prices for more than 50 years. From amino acids and immune support to herbal extracts and probiotics, Now's extensive selection of clean supplements are tested to be pure, safe, and effective. Find now supplements at your local health food store or nowfoods.com. Thank you so much for listening to Talk Healthy Today. I hope you got as much out of the show as I did. I feel so lucky to talk to so many incredible people to help you live your healthiest life. So please rate, review, and subscribe and never miss an episode of Talk Healthy Today.